raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Friends, friends, good morning to you. How are you? It's a great day to be alive and well and living in this great city with I know the it. sunshine. With everyone else enjoying the city too. Uh-huh. Yes. Unless you're by the Conrad. Uh, don't get me started. That double parking, those jerks. Listen, I'll tell you what. We're down to two lanes on Illinois. I I know that that was a prime spot for them to be in, but it's not. There's the, the planning was not good. Because they take up it coming Washington Street headed west, Washington and Illinois. Every they take up to the two turn lanes, and it's every impossible time. to negotiate that because people are using the two yeah. left hand lanes, and you can't get over can't to get, get into over. the parking garage. Right. You can't which turn right we on share red. with those right. knuckleheads. I mean, it is. Uh, it, it, thank you, Conrad, once again for a fun morning and getting here in this corner. <laughs> uh, there are other people here. Kylan was telling me that she what you saw somebody that was standing near our parking garage, mm-hmm. which is where Conrad parks a lot of the cars. Yep, this poor out-of-towner just trying to stay at the Conrad had his car valeted, but couldn't get his car back to the Conrad because of the traffic. Yeah, valet gets busy. We'll get back to you. Right, and so he was just standing outside of the parking lot or parking garage. He said it was going to be an hour wait. Oh, Mm -hmm. Lord. I drove from the garage, the Bottle Works District, to Monument Circle, and it took me an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, my goodness so gracious. So, thank you for bearing with us as we get through all this traffic. Right, and right. while we are having a good time, because it's been a wonderful we, weekend. It has been such a great... It, it has been so much fun. This city is just... You know, I don't go a lot of places. I go to IndyCar races and other places, and but not a big, giant events. You've been to three and, state fairs and a couple county fairs. <laughs> I mean, come right, on. right. Yeah. But sporting events... Uh, mostly IndyCar, but uh, the city has done it right. The city has just done what they do best, and it's re- and and everybody's having fun. I really mean it. They really are. So this is not the day to herkle durkle. You need to get up, get out of bed. <laughs> herkle durkle. Herkle durkle. <laughs> that that's got to be a Terry Stacy. No herkle durkle. It's like it's no hogwash. Oh, yeah, it's oh, like hogwash. Herkle durkle. It means to get out from under the covers and go. If you herkle yeah. durkle, you're under the covers. So don't herkle durkle. Okay. Get, up get out there and enjoy all the exhibits. Right, right, right. People. By the way, herkle durkle is an old word, but, but the I young never, people on to TikTok. Goodness, the first time I've ever heard it. But listen to the words that they like now. Bed rotting. Oh, that's gross. That's what's on t- the TikTokers. They call it bed rotting if you oh. just stay in bed all day. Oh, oh yeah, Kylan, did fair. you see where the maggots were falling out of the... Oh, for crying out loud. ...on the airplane oh, in boy. the storage? Oh, my gosh. Somebody had left food up there and maggots were falling <gasps> down on their seat. Oh. Terrible story. Oh. Okay. Which reminds me that today and tomorrow are the busiest oh. days at the Indianapolis International Airport. Yeah. Asking you to come, you know, a couple hours early because they're expecting like 19,000 between today and tomorrow leaving our... our uh, Airport. I did not see it in person, but they do have a full size basketball. They do. Kylan saw it. Really cool. Talk oh, to somebody about it. Yeah, yeah we it's, saw it. And well, not you can't play on the basketball court, right? It's right. like an art exhibit. You're not allowed to touch it. But some of the mascots went and played on it. I thought that was pretty cool. It made me cool. want to go become a mascot. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
So Kylan and I, we uh, went to a media preview. Oh, you were such so a we big got to shot. See, you I still were got the my big wristband shot. on. I, I, I cut mine off very gently, my wristband. And uh, we had such a great time. They gave us kind of a sneak peek of the, the LED floor over at Lucas Oil Stadium. They showed us the uniforms, the basketballs, gave us, you know, just some interesting interviews. Kylan, of, I hope you'll post the pictures of her on that floor. They that, are. They were really posted. cool. Are they? they were really yep. cool. And okay. guess what? Terry was one of the first people to stand on that LED court outside of the people who engineered it. Did she get in trouble? This is why no, we, we I'm usually off. not good at press conferences, but um, this one was really, a, a really, what I took away from most of it was that all of these folks that are here from the NBA are, just can't, they're gushing over the city and everything that, that we've accomplished in making it such a great event for everybody. And I mean, concerts and just everything that's gone on. Kylan and I did some meal packing for a million, um, NBA Cares million meal packing event that stays right here in Indiana. All the food that was packed stays right here. Did you do macaroni and cheese or did you do the rice casserole? I did mac and cheese. Me too. And okay. my gloves got sweaty. And so when I took them off, the Ew. cheese powder became actual ah. cheese in my gloves. Oh. Oh. So gross. But it was so fun. Now you're grossing me out. Let's go back to the maggots I've falling out of nice the upper. I've got a nice little Indy 500 Yeah, hat we got Indy 500 us. hats. Oh, look you at know, you guys. It's pretty cool. What they did for the volunteers, the, the swag that they gave all of the hundreds and thousands of volunteers, they gave them um, a fantastic down-filled vest. They gave them gave two them? shirts. Yeah, long. That's what came in your swag as a volunteer picking oh up gosh. your instructions. Um, a long sleeve shirt, a short sleeve shirt, um, just all kinds of really great stuff. Cap, knitted caps that were knitted by you know hundreds of Hoosiers. So uh, how cool is we that? show. We also show volunteers. Uh, it's also to let you know that the 500 Festival is another great place to volunteer, where you get great swag, you get to be in lots of cool places that you might not otherwise, and you have the best time. So. They're still taking volunteers. But for our big events, if you want to be a part of it, there's millions of opportunities for you. Did and it's so you, fun. Did either of you hear Doug Bowles speaking about this event? What a great ambassador. Yeah. Not he was just there. for racing, but for he the city of Indianapolis. He was on your shift, right? Yeah, he was. He was on our shift. He brought 100 volunteers over from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway mm -hmm. to pack meals. Oh, yep. did he get cheese powder in his gloves, too? I don't know. But I'm <laughs> I don't crazy know, but they gave him. away prizes with Stingray Rob. He came in oh, really? and helped give away some prizes to the volunteers. I worked with a couple of the IMS people That's that were there. so fun. Is Stingray so Rob coming wonderful. back for this year's race? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Oh. I have no idea. Yeah, oh, speaking of racing, hey, just a, just a reminder, Daytona 500 today. was supposed to be today, but it got postponed because of rain to tomorrow at 4 p.m. Oh, at 4 my gosh. And then the Xfinity race, I believe, is before that, just a little bit earlier in the day, because you know, they were I, also rained out yesterday. If ever I have racing questions, I always call Terry Lynn. She I knows. love racing. She knows I love it. And she we are 98 days away, I believe, from the Indy 500. Here we go. I believe. I think Friday was 100. Am I wrong, Kylan? She'll no, figure that it out. sounds about right. Um, it's just been glorious. Kylan also went, did you go to a game or a brunch? You went to a brunch. I went to the HBCU game. That was last night between the two colleges. Now, did you get all gussied up or did you go Seattle. normal? I went normal. I just had a sweatshirt on. It okay. was random acts of kindness day yesterday. So I had my be a kind human sweatshirt on. So just very casual. But the stadium is beautiful as always. 
They have it transformed for the all-star game. Right. It's a beautiful environment. So if you can, get out there. But if not, at least in Now, that's where the, the, the LED things. floor is. It was at right. the stadium and not at GameBridge. At GameBridge, right. The game the game floor they'll play on tonight is their normal, I think it's maple. Yeah. The maple wood floor. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's what we learned at the media preview. Maybe. Just sure a few did. things will There's pop out of my mouth yeah. from time I'm to time that sound like I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, um, it's bird's eye maple. It's a very tight pattern. <laughs> But so many good things. So, so many good things have been happening. I better look at our schedule, Kylan. How am I doing on time? You have about a minute. About a minute left before we need to take a break. Here's what's coming up in the show today. We're going to talk to, coming up next, um, one of the artists. We have so much, as I mentioned, concerts, culture. uh, So many artists have participated in the murals and all of the the sculptures you'll see around town. We'll talk to one of those artists coming up. Also, next hour, we'll learn about uh, the Hoosier Basketball Trail that we have that you can do anytime, which is pretty cool. And also, Basquatch. He's a, he's a fisherman. Watch. And you know, I know there's a lot going on, but you know, I also love the boat sport and travel show, which is in town right now. Do you still want to own a Pay Lake? I do. Little Pay Lake. That would be so great. Little bait shop next to it. And, uh, and then I live on top of the bait shop. That's how my life would be if things were great. Uh, and I could afford that, but I can't. So until then, I'm doing this. And I love it. <laughs> we'll take a break. Thanks for joining us here on the first day. 93 WIBC. WIBC, it's Terry Stacy. We, the people, had the opportunity to select through the Indie Arts Council 24 Hoosier Historia artists to bring to life their interpretations of iconic people, places, and events in Indiana basketball history. It's on display right now during the NBA All-Star Weekend, and joining us now is one of those artists, Scott Johnson. How are you, Scott? I'm great, Terry. How are you? We're doing fine. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. First of all, congratulations. It's quite an honor, isn't it? It is. I really appreciate what the Arts Council and the Pacers and the NBA put together. Scott Johnson and Cindy Laurie are graphic designers, web designers, art directors, creative directors, illustrators, animators, brand advocates, and the creative team behind Studio F60, studiof60.com. Your ties to sporting events, though, goes way back to the NCAA. Am I right? That's correct. We've done a lot of work in town for all kinds of different sports organizations. Including creating logos. Absolutely, yeah. A lot of those. uh, Final Four logos for men's, women's, the College World Series. The old tennis championships, the GTE championships, which became the RCA championships, uh, world rowing championships. We've just really been uh, blessed with a lot of good opportunities in Indy. Are you a sports fan or are these just jobs for you? No, I've always been a big sports fan. Um, I think we grew as Indy grew as more of an amateur sports capital and then in pro sports. We've always been huge fans of the Pacers and the Colts and the Indians. Uh, and and several of the ice teams over the years. But, uh, in fact, Cindy and I's first date was uh, a second date, I should say, uh, was a ice hockey game. Um, so we've, we've been sports fans for a long time, and, and it's just so much fun to get to work with the institutions, whether it's, uh, uh, like I say, the Pacers. Or, or We worked with Butler University on the rowing championships, and oh, we wow. worked with the folks from Lilly and GTE on the tennis tournament, so it's it's always fun, and we get to go to a lot of great events because of it. Was one of the artists selected for the NBA All Star Game? Your assignment was to create something that tells the story, as I mentioned, of a person, place, or event. And did they give you Hinkle Fieldhouse, or did you select that historic building? 
they actually did give that to me. I gave them a handful of, of different I was born in Marion, so I have an allegiance to the Marion Giants basketball team. Um, but another good friend that I met at while we were painting, he got the, the Marion, known as the Purple Rain, when they had three back-to-back championships. Oh, wow. I also was, uh, my wife's family is all from Franklin, so the Wonder Five was something I was in- interested in. Uh, but another good artist got that one. And I, 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 I was beyond my hope to get Hinkle because it is, uh, Indiana's basketball cathedral is what they call it. Yeah. And uh, I was really honored to, to get a chance to represent that one. So your design is on this basketball as tall as you. And can you describe it to our listeners, what, what your creation looks like? Yeah, I, I tried to encompass painting a globe is a real challenge, a, a sphere, I should say. Yeah. But it's a, a giant uh, six-foot basketball that you, you've got to cover every inch of it with paint. So I chose to represent the exterior of Hinkle Fieldhouse by painting the east end wall, which has these monumental windows that reach up to the arched uh, rooftop and uh, kind of celebrate the architecture of what that field house represents. It actually is is sort of the, uh, or one of the uh, architectural elements that helped represent the Lucas Oil Stadium. When we look at Indianapolis stadiums, Hinkle is sort of the granddaddy of them all. And then as you go around the the back side of the basketball, I've I've highlighted Tony Hinkle in a portrait as well as three of the key players in the high school era uh, from Billy or Bobby Plump, who played for Milan, uh, Oscar Robertson, who played for Christmas Addicts, and Judy Warren, who was uh, uh, the first Miss Indiana that played um, for Warren or Warsaw, she was the first Miss Basketball yeah. in the uh, girls uh, championship once the Title IX passed, and and she was the class of '76. So cool. I mean, it's beautiful. It really is a beautiful work of art. So how long did you have you been working on this? We started the project. Uh, we got the go ahead around, I think, September with the plan to paint in November. We got approvals on everything in October. So we did a lot of flat sketches. Uh, and when I say we, I mean all 24 artists. But I know I, I went through multiple iterations that completely changed from one thing to the next. I probably did 10 or 12 sketches that, oh, wow. uh, before I landed on the final thing. And then I was really anxious because I was nervous about painting on the sphere and how to, how to get the artwork, you know, drawing it all out again and making it look like what I had designed in flat 2D. And uh, it's one thing, all the artists, as we worked together in the, in the facility where we painted the balls, um, I think everybody struggled with how does this go on a sphere and the distortion of a, a round surface. But it, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, I got to say, Indianapolis is full of talented artists, and you'll see that when you uh, see all the, the sculptures downtown. But uh, it, it was, a, it was a, a lengthy experience. I was fortunate. I got mine painted in about six days. I started on a, a Monday, and I finished on a, a Saturday. But I know some of the artists were there for a couple of weeks or more. Um, so everybody has their own style and their own approach and their own pace. Um, but boy, there, there sure are some, some great pieces of art down there. Oh, they're all, they're all amazing. And what is the sphere made of? It's uh it's like a fiberglass. Um, it weighs, I, I would guess it probably weighs 150 pounds, oh, but wow. they're going to add some weight to the bottom of them to keep them from moving around from any wind or any other kind of elements that t- try to tip, top them over or something. But uh, 
it'll be, uh, I think it'll be four or 500 pounds by the time they get them all installed. I love that you were all able to work together. That's right. And, and that was for me, the, one of the best parts because one of the artists I know, Andre Parnell, he did uh, John Wooden and did a masterful job with it. Um, but I met guys from East Chicago, from Fort Wayne, from Zionsville, uh, from uh, Southern Indiana. It was just, it was a great experience. And, and everybody was giving and sharing and open to ideas and asking each other for opinions on things. And it was, it was just a really collaborative atmosphere. I'm so glad you're a part of it as one of the 24, which is truly an honor when we have so many fantastic artists in our state. And you are one of those 24 that were selected to actually be a part of this fantastic. There's these exhibits. I don't know if they're called in exhibits, maybe, but these six foot basketball structures are on display through the downtown home court for the duration of the NBA All-Star 2024. Now, that home court area is basically the circle to Lucas Oil. That's right. Have the you seen uh, the it home yet? court area r- runs uh, a few blocks north, south, east, and west. So, uh, much like the Super Bowl Village from years ago, it's, it's, it'll give people a lot of uh, art to take in as they walk around. Uh, do you do you get to keep it? You don't, do you? No, we actually turn ownership over to the CIB. Um, but I know some communities that are represented, and I mentioned Marion and some others. Um, they, they've already requested that they be given their piece. Um, I would love it if uh, Butler and Hinkle Fieldhouse would, would uh, give my place a home. Uh, it'd be a permanent place for it, but uh, time will tell. It is fantastic. I'm so glad that we had an opportunity to talk to you because I think the artists need to have a spotlight on them as well because we've got a lot of beautiful murals and art all over the city now. And again, it all relates to our basketball history. And you're a part of that now. Congratulations, Scott. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you, Terry. It's been a pleasure, and I hope everybody has a great weekend this weekend. Me too. It's 1128. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. Have you ever felt forgotten in the middle of nowhere? Have you ever felt like you could disappear? Like you could fall and no one would hear. But this is depressing. <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen. 11.35. Hey, just be, I know I'm all over the place because there's so much to talk about, right? Uh, beautiful, beautiful Sunday here on Monument Circle. It has come to life. Everybody's up. They're ready playing to go. basketball Playing out basketball there. in the cold. 23 degrees in downtown Indianapolis, but the skies are beautiful. Um, just want to reach, go back in time for a minute to last week. Super Bowl. Um, they're commercials. I want to talk about the Budweiser commercial. Budweiser brought back the Clydesdale and a Labrador. If you saw this commercial, mm-hmm. I love this spot. Not my favorite Budweiser spot ever, but it was really good, especially at the end when the Labrador is loving up on the Clydesdale. Well, this is just a little tidbit of information. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, they own that dog. <laughs> it's oh dog. No his, his name is Roy. <laughs> oh, I saw a video about that. And, yeah, it's kind of uh, cool. Russell, he was cheering, Roy, right. Roy. I didn't get it. I didn't understand what he was it's doing. It's their dog. It's their dog. And his name is Roy. And he's a and star. He's become kind of a star. And he was this kind of the a big part of, obviously, the star, I think, with the Clydesdales. Um 
of that Budweiser spot. 317-239-9393 is our number. And look who's on the phone. Denny, you're going to love it as a middle child. I'm a middle sometimes child. Sometimes being Kai's, felt Kyle, alone. Kylan's a middle Kylan's child. Kylan's a middle child. I sure am. He's always got some sort of bit of uh, anger he needs to release He's of some sort. He's got a chip on his shoulder, and I like him because of that. Uh, Bruce Hopman, the uh, founder of the International Middle Child Union, joins us now on the phone. Bruce, it's so good to have you with us. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great today. We've got you outnumbered this morning. Be careful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. Okay. I'm not afraid. Let me tell yeah, you. you don't want to go not three afraid. on one against the, uh, against the middle children. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So anyway, I know that you're always filled with interesting information. And uh, so let's, we do have the NBA All-Star Game that is happening here in downtown Indianapolis. And all eyes across the world are watching us at this moment. Now, I know you want to go back a bit because you're upset about something that happened in the well, NFL. What is it? Well, I think they're kind of linked because I think it might be. I think I might, I've uncovered something even bigger. After the Super Bowl last week, you know, as a middle child, right? I'm always looking for like how how did the how did the middle child get screwed this time? Okay, you know. So um, always I'm, a good question. And I, I always wonder that. It's part of my it's my job. I'm the head of the union. You know, sure, but I, it's an obligation. And um, I'm looking and I'm going, oh, you know, Mahomes won again. That's great. And I look at Brock Purdy and I'm like, oh, wait, I think I think Brock Purdy's a middle child. Oh, wait, Patrick Mahomes is the firstborn. Oh, that's funny. That's odd. The firstborn, you know, beats the middle child. Who would, who would have ever thought oh, that man. the firstborn would come out on top against the middle child? <laughs> but then I look back. I go, you know, I'm like, oh, wait, last year Mahomes won two, and he beat Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a middle child also. That's, oh, that's weird. Wow. <laughs> Some kind of coincidence. It is. Right? It's a conspiracy. Two, two years. Two years. Yeah. No, I think I think it's some. So I went back five years again. Mahomes now. Mahomes wins a lot of Super Bowls. That's one thing I discovered. He's a pretty good football player, yeah. but he likes beating up on middle children because three out of the last five years, <laughs> it's been Mahomes against the middle child. Well, now I'm like, now this is getting very interesting. So I, you know me, I don't yeah. stop. I'm like a dog with a bone. I go back over the last twenty Super Bowls. <laughs> Oh, okay. man. Yeah, it was a long night. You, I, I'm Bruce. telling you, I was up later than the Chiefs, okay? okay. And and I find that out of the last four Super Bowls, 20 Super Bowls, there were, okay, there were four times middle children were even in it. Two of the times it was middle children against middle children, so they had to win. But any time a middle child comes up against somebody who's not a middle child, it was... They lose only two times at the last 20 wow. Super Bowls when a middle child wow. was going up against somebody. So, so I know, okay, the NBA clearly has it in. The NFL, <laughs> NFL clearly has it in for the middle child. I mean, it's obvious, right? Well, now it is. I didn't think about it until this very yeah, moment, no, but course, now I'm yeah, mad. Well, that's because you're not a middle child, Terry. Exactly. She doesn't Danny, even consider this stuff. Just a little bit when you're thinking about all the great plays. At some point, you were going, I wonder if he's a middle child. Yeah. Didn't you ever wonder, like, oh, what a great catch. Is he a middle child? Yeah. That's how, when, I watch, <laughs> when I watch a sporting event, they go, whoa, what a homer. I wonder if he's a middle child. So, <laughs> so then, I, then I'm speaking to you, and you're like, you know, the, uh, the All-Star game. I'm not a big NBA fan, but I'm like, I, wa- I wonder <laughs> what's going on in the and – and, and I'll tell you what's going on in the NBA. All right. Okay. Yeah, first, let's talk about tonight, the, the big game. Mm-hmm. And, and but here's – I'm going to make my prediction. It's – you know, sports is all about analytics now. you got to do the analytics. For sure. I wonder if they look at this one, whose roster has more middle childs. So, so the, the East, out of the whole roster, 
has three middle children on the roster. Two of them are starters, okay? Okay. The West, the West has two middle children That's on the right. roster. Right. And only one is a starter. Okay, know. Kevin Durant. What? So if I was a betting man, based on my analytics, okay, which I think are totally grounded in, in common <laughs> sense and sports-based, uh, you got to go with the West tonight. Because? Because they've got, they, got fewer middle children on the ground. Are, are, are the middle children going to come out ahead? Of course not. So you got to go with the team that has the fewer middle children. I'm so, so glad I'm not. I don't do this. My prediction, day. the West, the West tonight. And, but, but again, I was like, is that enough? Let's, that, that's the future. Let's talk about the past for a second. Okay. I went back over, over the last 10 uh, <laughs> All-Star games. Wow. The, the middle child has only been the MVP in the MVP three times. Well, that's a lot. That's a good number. That's 30%, Terry. Come on. And Yeah, great. In baseball, that's good. In football and basketball, not so good. Have you ever done this with generals, you know, with leaders generals. of the military? You know, are they first oh, children? Are they, they second I, children? You're, you're on to something there. And this is just, I'm sure this is just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah, but you've, I mean, you. tomorrow's President's so, Day. So maybe you should look and see how many middle children have been presidents. Well, and I'll bet you you'll find you a th- big number. We know, we know that one right now. I will say that Lincoln was a middle child. Didn't turn out too well for him, okay? <laughs> okay, but I mean, we loved him. He was a beloved president. He, he was, but like I said, did not end, did not end well for him. Look, you should be happy. Team Pacers won the skills challenge last yeah, night. They sure yeah, they sure right. did. They sure did. They loved it. Not a middle child on the squad. <laughs> Mathurin and Turner, all firstborns, okay? I they didn't know. Oh, oh, you've I got know. an edge here, son. you got and an edge. And who they beat? They beat a, a, a squad with Terese Tar- Maxey, middle child. And it's, it's, it's quite obvious. We you might be wondering. You might be saying, "But Bruce, what about the what about the slam dunk contest? Mac Mac McClung won that, and he won it two years in a row. Yeah, he's a middle child. Oh, there you go. I, yeah, what I but I question his credentials. Okay, <laughs> I say he's what we call a minnow, a middle child in name only. He. he he was born, he was the second born, and then 15 years later, he had a little brother. Okay. Oh, I see where you're going See, with there's this. a line. 15 I, years, he, 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 he was able to probably get away without having to suffer the consequences of being an actual oh, middle man. child. Because he had 15 years of love and attention. So you've you got to disqualify him. And then I'll tell you this, also in the, in the uh, three-throw, in the three-point contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 60% of the time, and over the last 10 years, a middle child wins that one. <laughs> you would, yeah, you would think that's good news. But it is good news, right? I mean, that's a number. Uh, really, You're starting really? to, I'm starting to well, discredit well, you a little bit when you come out with some bigger numbers well, well, for middle first children. Of all, first of all, I'm going to tell you something. A good conspiracy theory doesn't care about the facts. We take exactly. the things that, that, that we want that work for us, and the other stuff we totally discount. So I'm telling you the fact that he's a middle child, the, the fact that 60% win, of course, because middle child are always the long shot. That's that's that's. Of course, this, we're going to win the three point. This is Bruce Hopman, everybody. I want to know Bruce what his Hopman. siblings think his, of him. You know, I don't know. We've never asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. We've never asked. We've they, talked to his I receptionist know, a few times. I know. He's he doesn't so get a Christmas card. I bet that. I know, but I'm not telling. This yeah. is uh, Bruce Hopman. He's the founder of the Middle Child Union, and yes, you can be a part of his little gang that he's got going on. Yeah, come Mid- to the blog. All all are welcome. Smackdownblog.com, and, and we're on 
we've got one unified social media thing now, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or threads. It's uh, at Midkid Union. Come on, welcome. It's 175 days, 11 hours, and 15 minutes till <laughs> Middle Child's Day. I know you know that, Gary, because it's circled on your calendar. It's always circled on my calendar. Yeah. Whether I actually look at the calendar and open it up to see it is always another thing. It's a picture. But of we Bryce. always, no matter how many days late we are, we always check in with you and say happy. happy Even when you forget, you remember. <laughs> okay, be a part of it. Be a part of this. This is fun. Super fun. Midkid music. Musings on Twitter, on Facebook, and uh, and everywhere you find your best clothes is where you'll find tonight. The West watch the prediction. <laughs> West wins tonight. Bruce, Bruce, always fun to talk to you. Come back and see us, would you? Great talking to you guys. See you Bye later. Bye, Nick. See you later. It's the first Bye. day on WIBC. It's cold and icy, but still pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no hurdles. Just remember what your friend Danny said. Oh, you got a friend. Well, back in the 1960s, I got my first job, and I was a paper boy. And I got to collect 40 cents a week for everybody that, you know, subscribed to the Indianapolis newspaper called The News. Uh-huh. Delivered it in the afternoon, and it was a quarter dime and a nickel, and I started saving coins at that point. Today, we're going to talk about Gresham's law gresham's law was was named after a an economist or a financier whose name was thomas gresham and he became sir thomas gresham but this goes back to the 1500s he had a rule that said bad money chases out good money now ladies in front of you you have two pennies one is shiny it looks really really Mm -hmm. good and one is not i want to tell you what thomas gresham was telling us he says that when cheaper money comes into play everybody will spend the cheaper money and they'll keep the more valuable money what does that mean it means that the old penny is currently worth two cents oh what do you think the new penny's worth what is considered an old penny an old penny is it's full copper full copper so that goes back to about uh, what did you like 96 maybe 89 something like that when they changed it so there was the copper became so valuable because of inflation and they had cheapened up our money so much they printed so much that our currency became out of date as far as financing goes so they gave us the cheap money so the new pennies are worth one half cent one half cent that's all they're worth Wait. because they're mostly zinc wow. all right now kylin you have oh, how many so dollars over you. there I, I brought in a whole bunch of dollars i brought in a silver dollar i brought in an eisenhower dollar i brought in sacagawea <gasps> i brought that's in susan cool. b anthony and paper dollar kylin which one is worth the least oh She's i would looking. say the paper the paper dollar is worthless and gresham's law is telling us now here's the thing The U.S. dollar has lost 98% of its value. Ready for this? Since 1972. Oh, wow. So when you had a dollar in seven, what year were you born? 62. All right. In 1972, you were 10 years old. What was a dollar then is now worth two cents. So what Gresham's Law is telling us is that we have to be careful. Now, Terry, you have a $20 gold piece in front of you. 
What do you think that $20 gold piece is worth I right now? I think that $20 gold piece is worth $25. No. that Okay. Now, you also have a $20 bill. If I offered you a $20 gold piece uh-huh. and a $20 bill, which one would you take? I'd take the gold piece. Okay. That's Gresham's Law. You're going to hold on to the thing that's more valuable. That $20 gold piece is worth $2,216. <gasps> Yep, right in front of you. And off to the side, you see that little dime? I'm so grateful to have this. You're not going to keep it. You see that little dime (laughs) that's there? That's one tenth of an ounce, and that is worth $216.25. And that's a dime? And that's called a gold dime. I've never seen a gold dime. But it's worth $2 of paper. What Gresham is telling us is that you have to be very, very careful because when you devalue your money, People will get rid of it as quickly as they possibly can. Uh, Denny, got my hand yes, up. Yes, ma'am. Please, I have a question. In you the were back, talking Terry? about the dollar and how much the paper dollar is worth now. Right. Now, this is where I get really confused, and I apologize, but it spins like a dollar. Yeah, but do you, what does it buy? I, I, what you could oh, pay. Okay, now all right. What it. you could buy with a dollar in 1972. Okay, now I got it. You got it. Okay, now yeah. I got it. I'm so, so sorry. That was so, so hard here. For me, but you that's get it. right. I'm not really very good. at So this you sort also of thing. have the 50 cent pieces. Yes. Okay. I okay. have some of these at home. Now my favorite is the Ben Franklin 50 percent. It is 98 percent. Excuse me, 90 percent silver. And then you see the 65 Eisenhower half dollar, not Eisenhower, a Kennedy half Kennedy. dollar. Okay. And then turn it sideways, the other one, and look at that crap that's in the middle. You see that one's in the middle? On the Kennedy? Yeah, that's not an Oreo. Oh, okay? you see, it's half of it's it full is of kind of bronzy. That's yeah. right. And what that means is that the, now the half dollar that you have in, in front of you, mm-hmm. what do you think that's worth? This pretender with the well, Kennedy or the uh, other the, one? The ones that look like they're silver. Oh, okay. So silver, I don't know. They're, they're worth about worth... $17.50. Oh. Maybe $18. So okay. silver is still good to have. Oh, my gosh. It's silver and gold. That's what it says in the Constitution. Which that we is should worth have. more? Yeah. The what gold? Do you, uh, gold's worth, worth more. Ten right to, now. Ten to one. Ten to one is Has what we remember. Has it ever been less than? Not that I remember. Every once in a while, it goes. Uh, the ratio goes up. But that's okay. not what we're going to talk about. The political imp- implications of all this is nobody wants to hold the U.S. dollar anymore. Everybody's getting rid of it because we keep printing so much of it. So Gresham's Law, Sir Thomas Gresham, back in the 1500s, predicted that a country that would corrupt its currency would also be corrupted, and they're going to have issues. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because my pucker string is starting to pull up Uh-oh, a little bit here. here. We go. And you know here what pucker strings are? Yes, we do. Pucker strings mean when you're uncomfortable. And I would predict that the Chinese are already angry with us and they're getting rid of the treasuries, the treasury notes, okay? Th- these are basically United States dollars in the form of bonds. I would predict that we're going to see some real weakness in the United States treasury bond market and the United States dollar because everybody else is figuring out how to buy things without using the dollar. Saudi Arabia, you know, their currency is back to oil. If you look at the Russians, the Russians back there is with oil and gold. Now, which what, which currency would you, no, we're, we're taught in the news media to hate the Russians. Russians have got a great currency right now. And uh, I just want everybody to be aware that, you know, when you see that that dollar, my mom was telling me about how little she could buy at the grocery store. You know, they're corrupting. When, when your politician keeps giving you more and more and more and spending more and more and more, this stupid bill that they've got in front of Congress where we're going to support everybody but the United States, you know, the, the billion-dollar bills, that's money that we do not have. And thanks to uh, Sir Thomas Gresham and Gresham's Law, the real definition is bad money drives out good money.
and uh, hold on to your good money. If you got old pennies, I'm telling you, ladies, those pennies are worth two cents a piece. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna oh. look for them. Yep. And this is why I recommend just using your debit card. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Don't Did you money. know it's against the law to melt down pennies? Pennies are worth, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's three dollars and ninety cents a, a pound for copper. Yeah, it's against the law to deface them, so you can't even melt them down. Right. It, when there was even a part, when there a time when you couldn't, um, uh, like have them run over by if you've got caught running over and oh, with the railroad them train, the railroad train. Yeah, and stuff. I remember doing that. Oh, Kylan says we got to go, gotta and we go. do. We got to get to the news now. Give me back my money. We've got another hour of the first day. Thanks for being here with us today on this All Star Game Day in Indianapolis. News is next. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.